0: Good morning brothers and sisters, Pastor Shane here, Worship Without Walls, and I'd like to thank you for joining me here on this blessed Sunday of Lent for worship, word, and prayer. Please join me in our opening prayer. Artists of souls. You sculpted a people for yourself out of the rocks of the wilderness and fasting. Help us as we take up your invitation to prayer and simplicity that the discipline of these 40 days may sharpen our hunger for the feast of your holy friendship and wet our thirst for the living water you offer through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And amen. Let us turn into our red hymnal, 569, Thirsting for God. Why are you in despair, O my soul, and why have you begotten, become disturbed within me? Hoping God, for I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Deep calls to deep, at the sound of thy waterfalls, all thy breakers, and thy waves have rolled over me. The Lord will command his loving-kindness in the daytime and his song will be with me in the night, a prayer to the God of my life. Why are you in despair, O my soul, and why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him and help of my countenance and my God. Amen. Let us continue to words to live by. Since you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on the things above and not on earthly things. For your life is now hidden with Christ in God, put to death. Therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of the Creator. Christ is all and is in all. Therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, with gratitude in your hearts to God, whatever you do, whatever it be in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Amen and amen. And our opening hymn is come. Now is the time to worship.
1: strength we gladly choose you now come now is the time to
0: Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day He arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen and amen. Please join me and we turn in our blue hymnal 645 missions the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated when they saw him they worshiped him but some were doubtful and Jesus came up and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I commanded you and lo I am with you always even to the end of the age do you not say there are yet four months and then comes the harvest behold I say to you lift up your eyes and look on the fields but they are white for harvest The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call upon him. For whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. How then shall they call upon him in whom they believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring glad tidings of good things. Amen. Let us open our Bibles to the book of Psalm. Psalm 95. our psalm for this morning O chem let us sing to the Lord let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving let us shout joyfully to him with psalms for the Lord is the great God And the great king above all gods, in his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship, and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his land. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, they tried me. Though, they saw my work. For forty years I was grieved with that generation, and said, It is a people who go astray in their hearts, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Here ends our reading from the book of Psalm this morning. Praise be to Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, today, on this Sunday of, Ad- of Lent, we lift up to you our sisters, Nora and Robin, and their families, and their loved ones. We lift up to you, our brothers, Steve, Norm, David. We lift up to you, Darren, and we lift up to you, Caden, and we lift up to you this ministry. We lift up to you our brothers that we met in passing and enjoyed conversation with in the last weeks. You see, Lord, we know that you are the Almighty and we know that you place us in the right positions at the right time. And Lord, we know that it is through you that our faith grows. We know that it is through you that we are the church, that we are bountiful in you. But we also know, Lord, that we need you in our day to day. We need you to continue to come forth, Lord. And we ask that you shape us and transform us by your grace. That we may grow in wisdom and in confidence, never faltering until we have done all that you desire to bring your realm of shalom to fulfillment, Lord. Lord, we come to you lifting up our brothers, lifting up our sisters, lifting up those who are in need of your healing grace, those that are in need of your strength to battle and conquer the demons in their life. We know that mental health is not a joke, Lord, and we look to you for your strength and your guidance, not only to us of how to guide others, but to those who are struggling and suffering each and every day. May they really truly realize how much their lives matter, Lord, and how important they are. That each and every breath they take It's an amazing accomplishment. And the sooner the world and the rest of the world realizes that, the better chance we have to end those stigmas. But we can't do this alone, Lord. We need you in our lives and we need your guidance. We need you to help bless those that are out there trying to help others and continue to help them in their journeys to help others. We need you in our lives, Lord, that you would give us that strength and that confidence that we've been looking for for all this time. Because we know, Lord, that you are the presence in our life that we need. And we say this this morning in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. And amen. We turn now into our blue hymnal, my life, my joy, my all. I will proclaim the name of the Lord, oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock, his works are perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. The Lord lives, praise be to my rock, exalted be God, the rock, my savior. I will praise you, O Lord, although you were angry with me. Your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. and amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespassed against us, leading us not into temptation but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We continue forth in prayer. God, our provider, in Christ you give us a spring of pure water that overflows to eternal life. Your love and hope fill our hearts so we want to worship you in spirit and truth. Open our eyes to see the places in this neighborhood where our church's ministries could reach new people. Direct our gifts and offerings for your purposes so that our community will become like a field ripe for harvest. We ask this through Christ our risen Lord and Savior. Amen and Amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel so compelled by the Holy Spirit to tithe with us, click on our webpage link and follow to our shop where there's a tithe link there, or feel free to go forth and tithe in other ways, whether it is purchasing a garment of some sort or whatever it might be, devotional, and you can tithe in that way as well. We open our Bibles now to the Gospel reading of our Lord. And our Gospel today comes from the Gospel of John, the fourth chapter, verses 5 through 42. This is a little bit longer, so I'm going to actually pull up the stool for a second. So he came to a city of Samaria which is called Sincar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, Jesus therefore, being wearied, from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to the draw water, Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, You would have asked him and he would have given you living water the woman said to him sir you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where then do you get that living water are you greater than our father jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons and his livestock jesus answered and said to her Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here she answered and said I have no husband Jesus said you have well said I have no husband for you have five husbands and the one whom you now have is not your husband in that you spoke truly the woman said to him sir I perceive that you are a prophet Our fathers worshiped on this mountain and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship Jesus said to her woman believe me the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father you worship what you do not know we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such to worship him God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth the woman said to him I know that Messiah is coming who is the called Christ when he comes He will tell us all things and Jesus says to her I who speak to you am he and at this point his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman yet no one said what do you seek or why are you talking with her the woman then left her water plot went her way Into the city and said to the men come see a man who told me all things that I ever did could this be the Christ then they went out of the city and came to him in the meantime his disciples urged him saying rabbi eat but he said to them I have food to eat of which you do not know therefore the disciples said to one another Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus then said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months, and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this they say is true, one sows and another reaps, I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labors. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, He told me all I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Here ends our gospel reading of our Lord. Thanks be to Christ. And this brings me to my message for today. Entitled, Redeeming Well. I want to start off by asking each and every one of you brothers and sisters. How many of you wish that you could be redeemed? Maybe there's something you did in your life, a mistake. As kids, we get bad grades and we wish that we could make up for it, right? We wish that we could do it again, or we wish that we could get a second chance and a second try. And basically, what I'm asking you is how many of you wish you could have a second chance? And with that second chance, then I have to sit there and ask you all what would you be willing to do for that redemption for that second chance? And I'm sure many of us have in our minds what what that second chance we'd be willing to give up, or would be the cost to us. I'm sure many of us, at one point or another, have thought about what these second chances might mean. Maybe not second chances in life, but second chances with a relationship, second chances with a friend, second chances with a loved one, second chances with the words we spoke to an individual. Second chances with the being able to help someone in need. Second chances redemption in many cases of our lives, with a job and so forth. But yet, I tend to feel that belief, that faith, that things do happen for a particular reason. And what those reasons are, we may not know at the time. Or God hasn't revealed to us at the time. But I believe that Christ is there for us, cares for us, and is guiding us in all these aspects. When I sit here and I come to you every Sunday preaching, when I bring to you morning coffee and scripture, there's a reason why I feel compelled to do those things. There's a reason why we are led to certain places. We are brought forth to have certain interactions. And... Some of those interactions, I feel like, are for specific purposes. There have now been two times where I've embarked in conversation with individuals who are supporting or advertising, per se, on behalf of trying to raise money The most recent was for women and children from abuse case situations where they're using faith scripture to help with healing and guiding them and in the other instance it was for recovering addicts and so forth and ironically they are sister uh, companies or places but yet I also have had the luxury of talking with individuals last weekend, to be exact, that are trying to come back from hard times and struggles where what was going on in their lives had gotten them to a point where temptations took over and when I say these things to you I look to you all because I know we've all had certain situations in our lives and if you haven't that is great and God bless you that you haven't may God continue to watch over you that you don't have those situations but yet I feel as though most of us have had some sort of situation in our lives a struggle a hardship Something we wish we could have taken back. Something we wish we got a second chance on. Something we wish that we got redemption on. And as I say this to you this morning, I also have to ask then, are you just hoping that you can make a wish, like you're wishing on a shooting star, or that you have a magical lamp and a genie's gonna come out and grant you three wishes? Or... Are you really, truly looking for the right answer? The truth of the matter? Because as I've been reminding the church during Lent, as we began Lent, we were praying for thanksgiving and we're praying for repentance. Praying for hope and praying for forgiveness. And in both of these, we're looking... To change how we're looking at our lives and looking towards the good, but also looking to shed those sins that we've committed. To shed those transgressions that have been plaguing our lives day in and day out. And for that young man that I had that conversation with, I lift him up in prayer. Today I lift him up in prayer. That day I lift I ask that you lift him up in prayer as well as he continues on his journey that he might find that strength and faith and ultimately maybe one day reach out to our ministry and be willing to help or partake But in all these conversations, I know that God put me in those places for a reason. What those reasons might've been, I don't know, but they're there. And I want to assure you brothers and sisters now, this today that it's not like a wish on a star or blowing out a candle on a birthday cake or even the magic lamp and the genie that's gonna sit there and help give you that redemption. No. But it's your faith in Christ Jesus, it is your salvation through grace that you get from the life and death of our Lord and Savior. And that redeeming well is the redeeming well of the blood shed. For you and I, that well, as we see in our scripture passage today, is the well that comes from the living water. You see, Christ, in our scripture passage today, is tired from his journey, and he has the disciples go forth into town to grab supplies, and as the disciples are off in town grabbing supplies, a woman comes to draw water from the well, the well of Jacob, and as she's drawing her water up from the well, Jesus looks to her and says, Woman, please, kind of a drink? And I know scripture didn't say that, but I'm paraphrasing because Christ, I want, I believe, is a good guy. So I believe that in a nice way, he asked this woman, this Samaritan woman, for a drink. And ultimately, what was her reply? Are you talking to me? A Samaritan woman? Since when did Jewish men associate with Samaritan women and in Christ there is no difference right to him he calls all children home and he ultimately sits there and says to her if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So then she sits there and goes, Sir, you have nothing to draw with. So she's still in focused on the earthly thing. She's still focused on the physical touch and the physical embrace as me holding this book and hymnal right now. And God is sitting there and going, Oh, oh young woman, how... He's probably shaking his head too, thinking, How naive are you right now that you think that I even need that bucket to draw water with? No, 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 no. You see, I can assure you that whoever drinks of this well will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Now imagine that. Imagine you are this woman who comes to the well. And we find out more about this woman as we continue forth. But imagine being this woman. And as we found out in scripture, she's a woman who has had many husbands. And including the man that she has been with lately is nowhere near her husband. Imagine that. And you have this man a Jewish man coming to you and telling you if you knew what I could offer you, living water. And that living water will spring up within them, creating everlasting life. Imagine that. How would you feel? Would you sit there, especially in today's world, and believe that you're and think that you're being punked? Or would you start to sit there and think of Who is this man and why do they know these things? How do they know that I have had multiple husbands and some are not even my current husband? And this is the beauty of this long passage, but ultimately the beauty of what Christ is teaching us and telling us here in this gospel scripture. Because he is telling us He is telling this sinful, adulterous woman, Samaritan woman to be exact, that he can provide her and all of those around her with the life giving, living water of everlasting life. Imagine that. Imagine. That you walked forth into this world and you walked out your door and you come across the well or the stream that you gather water from and there is a gentleman there offering you living water, offering you everlasting life. Would you take it? Would you sit there and be like, Jesus? Yes. I say this to you, brothers and sisters, because when we talk about redemption and the redeeming well, we are talking about that living water, but we are also talking about that second chance that comes to the faith in Lord Jesus Christ. And when she goes back and tells everybody, they believe her and they go, but they go to see him. Not fully sure if they believed her or not, but they went to see him. Which is a good start, it's a good step. Because some of them said that they didn't go because they believed her, but they believe now because they have heard him talk themselves. And that they do know indeed that he is Christ the Savior of the world. It's amazing ultimately amazing but there's some significance in this the significance in Jesus talking to her is first and foremost in that day Jewish men did not associate with Samaritan women at least not in that type of way especially not a single or a woman by herself there would be more people around it wasn't a one-on-one and yet christ not only did he engage with her but he continued to talk with her and ultimately what's interesting is when the disciples came back and saw this they didn't confront the woman and say why are you pestering our savior our mass our teacher but they sat back and they watched it in the beauty of it and then we have the importance of the living water and the living water is what God pours into us through his blood, through the Holy Spirit. That's why when we say you are baptized, you are baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three in one. We don't just baptize with water, but we baptize with the Spirit. Jesus helps us be baptized with the Spirit. Sends the one after him to come. You see, Christ is our savior of the world, and Christ is telling us in this scripture that the harvest is ready. And I don't believe he's talking about a regular harvest like we're going and we're gathering crop. No, I believe he's talking about the harvest is ready as far as going and making disciples. And calling people back to be true Christians to true followers of Jesus Christ whether Jew or Greek whether Gentile whether Roman no matter where they came from whether Samaritan whether young or old Christ is calling them home Christ is giving them that living water and Christ is sharing the truths of redemption. the brothers and sisters, as I wrap up this morning, I leave you with this. Will you confess that Jesus is Lord and Savior? Will you confess that He died, was buried, three days later he rose again to save us to conquer death do you believe is your faith strong enough because if so then Jesus is your redeeming well through the living water let us pray dear Heavenly Father we come to you thankful for the scripture passage of the words from your son Jesus Christ We look to you, Father, for your guidance, your discernment, and ultimately your grace and mercy in this time of Lent. Help us to embrace this scripture as we embrace you in our lives through faith and love. Help us to understand the harvest is ripe to go forth and make new disciples and make new followers of your Son, Christ Jesus. True Christians in the true heart of Christianity which is to love one another as Christ loved us. Father, we look to you now through your Son, Jesus Christ, thankful for the things that you've given us in our lives. We lift up our brothers, our brother Sam, our brothers and sisters who are out there helping others find their hope day in and day out. And we see through Christ in this passage that he was able to bring hope back to those who were not even of his own religion. Because that is what it truly means to be Christ Jesus. We thank you for everything. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and Amen. Our final hymn is Fill My Cup Lord and I chose this as our final hymn for today especially with the woman at the well as our gospel that we would be reminded to look to the Lord to fill our cups so that we can help pour out into others. our lives.
1: This thirsting of my soul. Bread, let heaven feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. There are millions in this world who are craving the pleasures and earthly things afford. But none can catch my wondrous treasure. That I find in Jesus Christ my Lord Will fill my cup, Lord I lift it up, Lord Come and quench the thirsting of my soul Face on heaven, free me till I want no more Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole So my brother, if the things the world gives you These hungers that won't pass away My blessed Lord will come and save you If you kneel to Him and humbly pray Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord Come and quench this thirsting of my soul Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole.
0: Amen. Let us pray. Enduring presence, goal and guide, you go before and await our coming. Only our thirst compels us beyond complaint to conversation, beyond rejection to relationship. Pour your love into our hearts that refreshed and renewed. We may invite others to the living water given to us in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And amen. Please join me in our doxology.
1: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him, above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy.
0: And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts? possibly women's leggings, then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship-without-walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day